0: Good afternoon, Pat Ziemer here with MagnaWave for the Tuesday edition of MagnaWave Office Hours. Glad to be here with you today. If you have any questions, that's why we're here, to answer your questions about machines, training, protocols, uh, guidelines, anything that it may be that you want to talk about with regard to your animals and how to use MagnaWave uh, in that regard. So if you have any questions, please feel free to uh, post them in the chat box on YouTube or Facebook, or you can send me a text, send the text to 502-414-3436, and I will give you a call back and we can have an in-depth conversation which everybody enjoys about the questions or whatever it is that you would like to talk about. So we're here for you today, and again, text your name at 502-414-3436, and we'd be more than happy Uh, to visit with you about whatever your questions may be. Now, there's some things to talk about here before we get going on the questions, which I have some questions readily available that have popped up over the last few days. And that is that the new video books are in. And uh, so I know we've all been waiting for them. There've been some delivery issues with them, but they're in, they're ready to go and they're available for order. And uh, so let's let Tony run that video that we can have a look at here and uh, go from there. So here's the video book, they look great. And you can have, as you see down on the side here, there's four different videos, four different programs that can be put into the book. They come preloaded or you can load your personal videos. There's a way to do that. Or you can have us prepare the video and load them for you. So they're customized to your business. Incredible tool to to take to a barn or a customer or a veterinarian or whatever it is, leave it with them for a day or two, go back and pick it up. And then take it and give it to someone else. It's not necessary to leave behind, leave behind to give away. They're not cheap. They're three hundred bucks, but they're totally customizable to you and to your business. And it's a great way. If I'd have had something like this in the build in the beginning, I'd have. I've been beside myself because people would ask me a lot of questions, and I'd want to leave something for a time. The news and views would solve that problem. Do the same thing. Give them a news and views. Let them have a look at your video book. Come pick up your book, let them keep the news and views and you just got a lot of stuff going on. They can touch you. You know, they say it takes seven touches, seven communication points to complete a sale. So with the news and views and the video books, you're giving somebody plenty of opportunity to touch with you, to understand you, see your credibility, build your authority, show them what this wonderful therapy does and uh, proceed accordingly. So we're excited about they are finally in. We did have some uh, obviously some supply chain Issues. They're three hundred dollars. They're available for certified practitioners only. Personalized stickers with stickers with business logo and contact information comes preloaded with four videos, and practitioners can add their own videos to the booklets. They're great, uh, great things to have. And also, we've got the MagnaWave holiday cards available for practitioners, selling a hundred dollars for twenty-five cards. Great way to have them personalized and to provide some holiday cheer to your customers. So we're excited about that as well. Okay, now, MagnaCon is coming up, 2022 MagnaCon, new location to accommodate more people, Kind of like Elaine was talking about the other day, it's real close to the river, real close to downtown Louisville. So you'll be able to tour all the museums, Muhammad Ali and the Bat Museum and and the Frazier Museum of History. A lot of different things in downtown Louisville to do that you'll be able to do this year within walking distance of the facility. See the beautiful Ohio River, a lot of great things coming up at MagnaCon as you know this will be the last MagnaCon in Louisville until 2024 a year later in 2023 we're going to have regional events around the country where we do smaller seminars so people can come to us from around the country buy your tickets before January and you save $100 on the 2020 on the 2022 uh Magnacon—that's going to be a wonderful event. Totally new venue, a lot of things going on. Going to be a huge new product announcement at uh, at Magnacon 2021 in Louisville. So we want to see you there. Um, just come see us and and have a great time at Magnacon. We always have fun We're going back to Churchill Downs. A lot of stuff going on. So if you've not been, you need to come. And because uh, again, it'll be the last one until 2024. Okay, so if you have any questions about that, post them in the chat box. Let me come over here and uh, see the comments that are available here, see if there's anything about that. Tracy's with us this morning, Trinity from Michigan, Serena's with us, hello Serena. Um, Let's see, Dion's with us, Lisa Marie, Northern Lights, Uh, Jackie's with us, Um, uh, Facebook user, video books sound great, there you go. A lot of folks with us, Felicia's with us this morning, um, let's see. You can order the video books. Wendy's with us. Katie's with us. So we're glad that, that you're all here. Facebook user from Alberta. Hazel's with us on CastBox. Good morning to the folks listening to us on CastBox. So I think they'll put a CastBox logo, uh, link in the box as well. CastBox is like a radio program. You can pull it up on your phone, walk around, do whatever you want to do and don't have to necessarily use your video time on facebook or use up that much data so we're glad to be on uh, Castbox as well kim's with us uh, leslie's with us this morning from colorado so again we're glad you folks are here let me take a quick look at the phone in case anybody's jumped in quickly nope okay 502-414-3436 so let me have a look and go over some things questions that have come up <clears throat> through the week from last week, are there any studies from last week? Are there any studies on neuropathy of the extremities and magnawave therapy? Okay, now from that perspective, we are in the process of working with uh, some docs in New York and on doing some specific pre-clinical. Uh, uh, evaluations of various uh, indications and various things going on, and neuropathy is one of them that we're working with some doctors on, specifically utilizing our equipment. Now, you can go to PubMed. You can go to the tri- uh, go to the website and look at testimonials uh, and, and talk about that. Go to the International Resources uh, Facebook page, MagnaWave International Education Resources page, where you can search for neuropathy. And you can see what uh, people have shown, what they've experienced and learned from dealing with that. Specific tech uh, uh, studies with MagnaWave, we're getting ready or working towards that. But there are at PubMed and a lot of different places, results using PEMF uh, for conditions uh, of neuropathy. So that would be a good place to go have a look at that. So Tammy asked a question, my 28-year-old horse has been an on intensive fluids at the hospital for about a day now, and last night started to develop edema in his chest. They are monitoring to make sure it's not an infection. However, it could also be free fluid, which we spotted on the ultrasound around his organs, especially before the impaction passed. So obviously there was some impaction that they were dealing with, uh, and, and any guidance for MagnaWave of this. I have a loaner machine arriving tomorrow, hasn't had MagnaWave in three months, and we moved and waiting for a machine to arrive uh, with the backlog, but okay. So what you want to do is most certainly treat the full body of the full body of the horse to improve oxygenation, improve blood flow. You could tr- treat some specific areas if you desired. Certainly, talk to your veterinarian and be up on what's going on there. But you do want to help the body, the circulation, get rid of some of that fluid, get it in the lymphatic system, get things going, and uh, so that would be the approach. Uh, that I would recommend in that type of situation. Talk to your doctor, understand what's going on. They may wanna wait a couple of days to make sure or at least a period of time to make sure that there's not an infection that they're that you're dealing with, but the overall usage to improve blood flow and blood oxygenation could certainly be beneficial to uh, dealing with that type of situation. Great question, Tammy. Again, if you have any questions, post them in the uh, chat box there and I'll have a look at them and we can answer your questions as we certainly uh, move along. Let me see here. Uh, Linda asks a question. I have a question about which machine allows you to treat two people or two clients at one time. Does the machine have two separate ports that allows you to use different levels uh, of each position? There is the semi-dual that's available with uh, two different Uh, plugs, so you can run two uh, attachments at one time. Certainly, the Julian Duo allows for the same thing. The Maya Duo allows for the same thing with the two plug attachments. The Semi-Duo is a single plug attachment, uh, so you have to have that type of attachment to use it. But the Julian Duo, the Maya Duo, so there are devices that have two plugs that we're used to operating with that you can treat two different ways. That's easier and certainly you can control the intensity of each coil that you're using if if you're using the Duo uh, devices. Uh, But you can use prior to that, if you have a single use machine, a Julian or a Maya or a Max, you can go with our Pulse Pro, you can use a splitter. Now, the only difficulty with the splitter or issue with the splitter is it reduces the power of the device that you're delivering and both uh, coils are exhibiting the same intensity. Now, it's a little different if you use the butterfly in one location, and the large loop on another. So a lot of times you're dictated when you do that, you may have the large loop, for example, on the hips and using the butterfly on a knee, and you can't turn it as high as you'd like to have it on the knee because it gets to be too much uh, intensity for the hips. So that's the situation when you're using a splitter. But uh, again, there's the Julian Duo, uh, the Maya Duo um, that's, that's available. Um, in, in that type of configuration that allows you to, and then the semi dual uh, that we've had in the past. So there you go. There are um, two separate ports on some of the devices. Amanda asks a question, is anyone who has an IUD noticed any cramping or additional pelvic pressure when using MagnaWave to their butt, low back or hips. Kind of feels like a hello in that area. Normally, I don't notice anything. If you're noticing something, you might have something, whether it's stress-related inflammation in the area, or you could be having an issue in the area that all of a sudden you're feeling some of the intensity to the area. That would be an indication that there's something there, whether it's just stress, inflammation from stress, or something like that. Uh, to the area. If it continues and you're concerned, you should certainly uh, discuss that with your doctor and and move forward uh, with that type of advice and and recommendation. Uh, I know personally, I use my machine all the time for my prostate. I've had prostate issues in the past. Everything's under control. I just had an exam in New York with Dr. Bard in September early September um, everything's fine everything's going along but I treat myself every day if I miss some days I can tell a difference in how things flow if you will but I can certainly tell a difference if I'm having an issue or if I'm, I I feel more sensitivity one day than I do the next and I'm not saying it's always prostate but you know you have stuff going on and you need to you need to deal with it so if you're feeling something that and it continues if you feel it today and it's gone tomorrow, I wouldn't I wouldn't too much worry about it. But if you continually feel it and you have questions and you have an IUD and you think that could have something to do with it, see your doc. It's just too simple. And you want to make sure that you're doing things right. And, and if this is something that's showing you an issue, I mean, that's what the device does. It shows us on a horse's hip where they're sore, shows us on their neck where they have sensitivity, I don't want to say sore, but where they have sensitivity and you can help make them comfortable by treating, by treating the whole animal. We don't diagnose, we don't treat specific diseases when it comes to our conditions. We don't do that, but we do want to have the overall comfort of the animal, the overall improvement of potential blood flow and oxygenation that allows the, the animal's body to better, or client's body, better heal itself. So uh, that's how I would take a look at that, Amanda, uh, going forward. Let's see if we've had any other questions. Um, do we have to attend all three days of Magnacon? Magna um, are there tickets for daily? Uh, we have. That's a good question, and and I think uh, Emily will have a look at that and talk. Typically, folks come for the full event, but if you've got a scheduling conflict and something, and you, and that's something to take up with support or call MagnaWave and and uh, uh, talk to support. Talk to uh, we'll see what we can work out or if that's, if that's available. Uh, I don't recall having, uh, doing that in the past, but certainly if there's an extenuating circumstance and somebody can come for a day, we want you to enjoy and get the best that you can, that you can get. Let's see, join us. And Castbox link is there. Rianne's with us. Uh, good morning from Sturgis, South Dakota, planning on being in Sturgis next year for the uh, big bike rally. That sounds like fun. Um, We only sell the responses from we only sell tickets for the full event uh, is what their response is with regard uh, to the event uh, situation. And you can understand that that would that could get real crazy if, you know, because we have to plan seating, we have to plan meals, we have to plan a lot of different things. And if we had, you know, two or three different two or three. Two or 300 people who all want to come this day and that day and this day. And then we got to, that would be a nightmare. So I'm sorry. That makes perfect sense, but that's the way we have kind of dealt with it uh, over the years and in the past. All right. Let's see. Um, I have a potential client who has a pacemaker and has some concerns about being near the machine. Has anyone had experience with this? Well, if you look at the contraindications that come in the manuals that come with the devices, we do not recommend someone with a pacemaker being within 10 to 15 feet from the machine. Now, I can tell you over the years, there are people that I've dealt with and they've had pacemakers dealt with their animals and they've been Six to ten feet away, or it's just better that they do with it. There's no fear at this point of it setting off the pacemaker, but it could have a where it could cause the battery to wear more rapidly, or to decharge uh, or to begin anyway, you know, cause the battery to wear down. So for that purpose, we always suggest that you, uh, someone with a with a pacemaker. Be away. I've had a situation one time where there was a young 15-year-old girl came in, had some back issues, wanted to be treated at a horse show, and we're having an example of how the device worked, and we're treating her. And all of a sudden, she says, "You know, I have a pacemaker," and and you never expect a 15-year-old to have a pacemaker. And so we immediately stopped. But it caused no issues. She had no problems. Everything everything was fine. But the recommendation, if someone has a pacemaker and they're going to be around the device, is to Uh, be away uh, in the 10-foot range, and there should be no issues. People have responded that people with pacemakers can feel it outside of the stall or feel the presence of of the signal. People that don't have pacemakers can feel the presence of the signal outside. There are people that are very sensitive to that type of thing. It bothers them to be by high voltage wires outside, be near their microwave or their computer for long periods of time. So everybody wants to be comfortable in those types of situations. And quite often, uh, people that experience that have different toxicity in their body. If you're you're very toxic, that can cause you to be a little more sensitive to the signals that are being delivered to the energy that's being delivered to the body. And so you wanna make sure again, that if that's a situation you have, just one out of a hundred people are not comfortable uh, receiving this type of people or clients are not comfortable receiving this type of energy or comfort energy given to the body. So you want to always understand that and deal with that as you are moving along. Let me have a look we're going along quickly here. So let's see if we've had any calls. Uh, if you wanna to talk to me, 502-414-3436. Give me a call and let's visit a little bit and uh, go forward in that fashion. Oh, I'm gonna get my view squared away here so I can see my questions. All right, uh, Sturgis, South Dakota. All right. No other comments at this point. I do know I have some other questions here I can go to. And again, if you're just joining us uh, at this point, the new video books are available. They're in. They're wonderful. They look great. And uh, they're available. I believe they're 300 bucks a piece. And you can have them customized with your own videos or they come preloaded with four videos. And they're available to various disciplines that are available. So if you if you're doing uh, show cows or you're doing pigs or you're doing livestock and you want your video book to focus on livestock, you can do that. If you're, if your practice devotes more to small animals, you can do that. If it's more to large animals, you can have it tailored to the type of clients, uh, that you're dealing with. So the video books are really cool. If you're just with us, uh, Check them out, and uh, they're available. Call support. Uh, call support. Send an email to support. Call the office. Tell them you want to talk to the marketing department, or, or how that how that works. Talk to your your product specialist if you'd like to do that. A lot of different ways. If you want a video book, there's many many different ways to uh, get a hold of them and uh, and do it. And if you want them for the holidays, or you want the cards, in particular. If you're looking for the uh, Christmas cards, you want to uh, get those. Need to order them by let's see when is it by December the fifth, so they got you got some time because today's November the 9th. so you've got plenty of time to get them ordered, but you want to make sure you ordered you order your cards by December the fifth, and uh, so there you have that. The video books are certainly available. Thanks, Tony, for showing the uh, putting that up there. Let's see. Here's a question. Um, Question: Recommendations for treating abdominal scarring. Well, okay. So, if you have a situation uh, abdominally uh, or in that area on an animal, or what what you're what you're dealing with, if it's a new uh, surgical incision that you're that you're dealing with, and you want to minimize the scarring, you can certainly treat that area where you have some scarring. The more rapidly you get on it, the less uh, scarring will occur. The more um, invisible the scarring will be or less visible, if you will, if you wanted to uh, approach it from that situation. So if you have existing scarring, I know we've had situations on a horse's ankle in the past Specific specifically the story or the one that I can deal with, there was a s- sort of scarring in the ankle of the animal that was uh, older and it was uh, of a size that kind of was starting to limit the, the the range of motion in the ankle and how and how the horse reacted to things and so what we did is we used the the MagnaWave uh, the butterfly coil on that area to soften to basically soften up the scarring we couldn't re- reduce the scarring at that point uh, we're not going to do that but we could soften the area of the scarring which means which allowed the, the uh, a range of motion to return to not be an issue. So if you approach it from that standpoint, if the scarring is causing issues, then you can help soften it up to where it's not as taut, where it's not causing uh, areas to 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 cause a problem or have uh, inflammation that that's there to be of issue. So, yes, so you can deal with treat the scarring. Just treat the area. I treat it as often as you can. Certainly. I mean, it doesn't have to be treated every day, but I would initially, uh, as you know, I talk about treat five to seven days in a row and then treat two or three times and treat one time a week or whatever to get it where you have the comfort level that you're looking for. Uh, and you you've got the difference that you're looking for. But as often as possible, as certain the situation until you reach the plateau. As we've always talked about, treat as long as function continues to improve and then treat as often as necessary to maintain the plateau that you've been able to reach and to keep things in place. Perfect example, my wife has a herniated disc that we've talked about a million times. It took us about 60 to 90 days to where she could get four weeks worth of comfort out of the treatments now she doesn't need to treat for 30 days. She just needs to treat one, two or three times and she gets 30 days worth of relief uh, out of that. Inflammation is slow to uh, occur, it takes a long time to get rid of it, but once you get rid of it and it starts to come back, you can get rid of it quickly because you don't let it get to the point that it becomes debilitating. And then you can get longer results uh, with which you're uh, looking to achieve. So there you go. if a client is getting MagnaWave and acupuncture and acupressure and red light therapy in the same session, what is the best order to do each modality? Okay, <clears throat> that, that's a great question. And that has to do, uh, number one, with the experience of the acupuncturist, whether you know the, the person supplying the acupressure, the actu- uh, acupuncture, and then the red light therapy. If they are experienced, in, in all three modalities in the acupuncture, the, the red light and the Magna wave, and they're experienced and they understand the animal that they're dealing with, the, the series or the sequence uh, or how they're administered really doesn't make any difference. However, if they're not, if they're going to, if they've never really dealt and they're gonna come do acupressure or acupuncture on an animal and someone else is gonna be providing the, the Magna wave or the light therapy, what I recommend and what I've had experience with in the past is that you, you treat the, let the acupuncturist go first if they're not familiar with light therapy and the MagnaWave and how it approaches it. Because what happened to me one time is I'm in Florida treating racehorses and uh, for this specific trainer, and he mentioned to me, we were going down the shed road treating the horses for the morning. And he mentions to me, the acupuncturist is coming in the, in the afternoon. Okay, well, so the acupuncturist showed up. We stimulated most of the acupuncture parts points on the horses that the, that the acupuncturist wanted to look at and they were not familiar with this. And so they felt like, gee, we're not seeing this or we're not seeing that, or we don't know what happened here because we expected this because of what we did last week. You know, It's just that type of back and forth type of situation. And so we learned in that, with that particular acupuncturist that we let them come, do their work, understand what they're doing, give their reports to the to the, to the the trainer or the owner of the animal and let them do their work. And then quite often they would do some things and then followed up with the MagnaWave or now with the red light therapy would allow better inflammation reduction, better uh, situation for the potential heal of potential animal taking care of itself, healing of itself. That's someone who did, was not familiar with the modalities of red light or, uh, PMF. You will have acupuncturists that'll be more familiar with light therapy uh, initially because it's been around for a long time and a lot of acupuncturists had, have used it. So there is a way uh, to, to formulate that. Now, if they do know and they are familiar uh with what's going on they can they'll know this particular animal so it doesn't make any difference they know what's going on they've tested them in the past so they'll do the magma they'll come back and do the acupuncture because they know what it's going to do and how it's going to aid the animal and then maybe they'll use red light therapy to accentuate a particular area or use that somewhere else if they understand the therapies and how complementary usage benefits the animal and they're familiar with that it's not a problem you can do it in any any sequence you want. If they don't, if they're not familiar, let them do the acupuncture first so they can get their readings and understand, uh, what's going on. Hope that helps. I could keep going on with that, but it gets kind of redundant, uh, after, after a while going through it. Okay. Uh, any suggestions for a yearling with slightly contracted tendons resulting from rapid growth after being pushed for a few, for a future, futurity? Okay. Um, yeah. If you're going to, if they're contracted and you want to loosen them up or if they're inflamed, they could be inflamed from the stress that they were under. And so they're contracted or tight or not as flexible as you want them to be. Treat, treat them. Treat the area and let them relax. Uh, treat the whole body because that's a situation where you treat the whole body and you get good blood flow for the next 20. 24, 48 hours, what's that good blood flow going to do? It's going to go to the whole body. It's going to help nourish uh, with the energy the whole body. So treat the specific area itself and then treat the whole body. And then that's where we have found over the years that we get the best results uh, in those types of situations. Um, Horses that get cannon bone crud, have you known of MagnaWave helping that? MagnaWave will, it will help anything that good blood flow, good oxygenation to keep the buildup of things. Uh, as an example, when you're talking about arthritis and the buildup of cal- calcium in the joint, if you're MagnaWaving regularly and you have that arthritis buildup in the knee or the ankle, the joint of the animal, and the more you MagnaWave, you, you're helping the body to be in good health to retard that development of calcium. Now, if that's if that's coming from another source or another reason or another issue, that needs to be dealt with by the doc. And in that type of situation, however, improved circulation, improved blood flow, improved oxygenation can keep things from developing that show up. That's why we often talk about the what we're doing, and that's what I do every day when I deal with my with my prostate or with my uh, uh, MCL that I that I severely stress five weeks ago now that it's almost totally not bothering me at all at this point in time and normally that could be a 10 or 12 15 week type of recovery period so we just want if you're dealing with yourself understand that and and how you go forward hope that helps Uh, d asked a question i am two weeks out of flexor tendon repair i have a silicone rod currently in my hand to build scar tissue to do a tendon graft in six to eight weeks. What would be a good idea to pulse two times a day? I still have a lot of swelling in my pinky finger also. D, you need to talk to your doc and let them understand that you're gonna pulse the area or that you'd like to pulse the area and have good blood flow to the area and how that can help things along. You're not necessarily gonna retard anything they're trying to accomplish with the, with the silicone rod uh, or, or that type of thing. So. Uh, Make sure that you're on good communication uh, with them. But I would think to have good blood flow in the area and to help treat the area. Now, you understand you don't have to treat the specific area. You could treat your upper arm to nourish the blood moving into your hand without actually pulsing the area. You could treat your arm. You could treat your upper body and your lungs to help help. energize your blood flow and your blood oxygenation. And as I've always said a million times, where's it going? It's gonna go right here. It's gonna end up right there to help the area. Now, if you got some stuff going on right there, like you're talking about inflammation, and your doc understands that, that you're using your own device to maybe help yourself, talk to them, explain, and uh, move down that road accordingly with proper uh, um, energy and proper uh, procedures. Hey, Bridget, good morning. Uh, what a great MagnaWave day. That's right. Go all the way with MagnaWave. That's the way I like to, uh, to look at it. Um, MagnaWave after nerve block in a human. Yes, no, good, bad you you again you always talk to the doctor even when you're dealing with an animal that has a nerve block or something going on you don't want to dissipate something that is structured or that is administered to a specific area uh, if they want it to stay in the area if they if they're injecting into the bursa into an area that's enclosed and then you want to come back and treat inflammation around a given area not an issue. But if they're blocking something in the soft tissue and you don't and you and you want it to stay there, you want you want to maybe wait until it gets an opportunity to do its job and then come back and treat. So again, if it's something that can be, and this is a conversation with your doctor, with your veterinarian, if it's something that can be dissipated by virtue of pulsing or or massaging the area, You don't want to do it until it has an opportunity to do its job, and that quite often happens if you're talking about chiropractic, for example. They'll go, they'll do a good movement, they'll work the horse, they'll adjust the horse, and then the horse is in proper alignment, but there's still some pain and inflammation. You come back when they're finished and help relieve the pain and inflammation that's still remaining, and they'll hold their uh, adjustment longer. It'll stay with them longer because they're not inclined to go do something to cause it to come back out of alignment. Okay. So, um, uh, there you go. Always talk with your, with your doctor in those types of situations. Um, let's see. I sent a text. Hopefully I got the right number. Let's have a look and see. Whoa, we got two people on here. Let's come up here and, uh uh, the Hayshed's got a question for me. Let's uh, see what we got. Tanya's got a question. Hello. Hey, how are you? Pat Zemer here. Uh, I'm well. How are you, Pat? I'm great. You have some questions.
1: Good. I do. So just Saturday, I was working on a horse at a roping. Um, I have the semi and I was using the jackery and uh, it just seemed like it it was so quiet. Even my husband walked by and said, I don't even hear it. Is it on? And I just wondered if there was a difference in intensity
0: or if it just seemed... I don't know which Jackery, you know, uh, which Jackery do you have? Oh, there's gosh, couple right that, that a couple different models that last longer and, and produce, I don't want to say more power, but they, they the machines work better with them. Uh, and they would know that at the office. Certainly I'm not at the office right this minute, but.
1: Sure. I know it's kind of the smaller one. Um, I just have the semi three and I think it was whatever one they recommended to get.
0: I would, I would so. contact the office and ask, and ask the support question. Uh, call and ask for Lee and or Briley, and they can direct you to who can specifically answer that question for you to make sure that it's okay. Now, when you plug it into okay. a wall, when you plug it into the wall, is it the way it's supposed to be? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And I
1: mean, we've even I've used the Jackery numerous times and never noticed it, but
0: there might be a be setting on there that's so quiet. Yeah, there might. There may be a setting there that you need to deal with. Uh, So give the office a shout on that if you don't mind. Okay, I can do that. Okay.
1: So then my other question is, I have a friend who has a uh, baby. He was born prematurely and had some issues. He's 10 months old now, and he's on oxygen, doing really well, but they're trying to wean him off the oxygen and haven't been able to as quickly as they kind of hoped. I wondered about treating him if that would help his oxygen, even though he's only 10 months old? What's your ah, that's a doctor now?
0: question. Okay. Uh, that, that's their MDs question and uh, needs to be approached from that from that situation. I know uh, I've treated animals that were, you know, were receiving oxygen and various things and, and that was okay, but you need to, you know, 10 months, there's no... Y- the fact that you have a, a, a an infant, and again, if it's doctor directed and know what they're talking about, uh, certainly there are ways to use things off label with, with a doctor's approval that that can do some good. I would I would defer uh, to the doc. Okay. Okay, doc. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, Tanya. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Have a good day. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. Good questions, and and uh, you know we don't diagnose. We're not trying to solve any diseases or anything like that. you have questions, you have a device that you're using on your animals and you want to talk to your doctor about it, uh, feel free. Uh, that's what we certainly always uh, typically recommend. Um, let's see here. Let me pull up, uh, make, make this call. I don't have it. Let's see if I've got a name. Trina has a question. leave a message. Oh, Trina's not there. I'll try back in a, we'll try Trina again in a couple of minutes to uh, answer her questions. Uh, She was asking a question, this goes back to August the 4th, Ferrier made a few changes, 1226, that would be today. Ferrier's made a few changes, one front hoof to help long-term. All three other fetlocks had swelling, was able to get swelling down in the back fetlocks, but the front leg opposite of the one Uh, with the angle change is swelled up from fetlocks to the knee. Recommendation. My recommendation is to treat the area. There's so much that you're dealing with with referred pain uh, that that could be called, called referred pain or issue coming. You know, we always talk about horses being diagonal shoulder to hip and so forth. So you got a lot of stuff going on there that you've been dealing with. And all of a sudden you got something over here. It can be how the horse is standing, how they've reacted to something. You may, as I've I've told the story a million times when I first started working with jockeys, they'd come to me, treat my low back. I'd treat their low back. They'd walk out feeling great, coming back next day, say, what's going on? My shoulders are bothering now. Their shoulders were always bothering them. But you only feel one pain or having one issue at one time, typically. And so then we would deal with their shoulders and bingo. They felt better and, and were going along. So uh Let's see if we can, let's try Trina one more time. Hi,
1: it's Trina, leave a message. Okay,
0: so maybe <clears throat> I got that question answered uh, well enough for Trina that she's uh, comfortable with that and that helps out. Uh, let's see. Um, I have a weanling that was diagnosed with, with a, fif- a Generalized bone disease of young growing horses characterized by enlargement and the growth plates of certain long bones. Should I be treating her cannon bones? Will that help her in development and how long? I have a Maya duo. Thank you. Well, Christina, I would certainly, when you're, when you're talking about platelets, I'd be talking with the doc, um, with the veterinarian, with this animal. Can you treat the area to help reduce the inflammation and to provide better blood flow and oxygenation to the area to helpfully bring this into control, I would think that'd be something certainly to consider. But you're dealing with a very specific issue here when you start talking platelets and and development of such. So I would certainly have that conversation um, with the veterinarian in that regard. I hope that helps as well. Let's see if there's any other questions over here. That's quiet on the phone. Um, no other questions on this side. I've been here about 40 minutes. We'll, re, we'll remain as long as we have some contact and questions from you. We certainly want to answer any questions that you have. Text your name to 502-414-3436, and I will call you right back and uh, answer your questions and follow up with what you need. Christina, thank you. Thank you for asking, and we hope that, we hope that helps. You know, there's just so much going on, and there's a lot of things you can deal with, and and there's a lot of things that we want to think. Somebody wants to ask a a specific question about a specific indication, which you can talk about in, in various places. In, in closed forums and so forth. But my recommendation is always talk with your doc, have your doc talk with us. I'm happy to talk with any veterinarian, so is Elaine, so is our training department with any veterinarian or any doc to help bring them up to speed as to uh, how they can better utilize this type of therapy for animal welfare. welfare. Uh, Tanya asked the questions, I've got a guy with a ruptured quad muscle. Surgery was last week, not started PT yet. Treatment helpful? I assume so, how? Uh, yes, surgery last week, you want to talk with the doc, surgery last week, you want to help the blood flow, the oxygenation, inflammation reduction, so the body can better heal itself and move along uh, in, in that regard. Um, I, as long as there's no internal bleeding or nothing that they're concerned about there, to be able to provide comfort to the area with the doctor's approval and understanding would be something that you, that you could certainly uh, talk about. Stephanie asked the question of flying with a machine. Not a problem to fly with the machine. The biggest problem is for TSA to understand the machine and what it is. Certainly when we began, uh, you've heard my story from Dubai, but when we began, we go through the X-ray and they'd look at it and they'd think, my gosh, this thing's a bomb because you got capacitors and coils and all kinds of stuff on the inside of the device that, that could cause... Uh, excuse me, that could cause issues, or they think could cause issues. So I always recommend that you carry a veterinary brochure with you, your business card, explaining why you're traveling with the machine and, and what it is. Is it a problem? Uh, typically, in some aircraft, they could it'll go, certain machines will go in the, as a carry-on, and you can do that. If that's not the case, my recommendation is to check the machine at the gate, uh, because there are more fragile than a lot than luggage typically and you don't want them thrown around. If you take it through and check it at the gate, then it gets handled, puts below put below the plane and is handled uh, more gingerly and it's ready for you when you get off the plane at your destination. And or if they keep it until you arrive, if you have to change planes, they handle it a little differently once it comes out than it goes initially into the aircraft. So you're just improving your chances of not having any damage. Uh, to the equipment. A lot of times the primary damage on certain machines has been the wheels because it'll drop off a conveyor belt or kind of land right on the angle, kind of like your phone. You drop, I dropped my phone just right yesterday and cracked the glass on the back of the phone. Uh, and I've had this phone for almost three years and just a little crack in the front glass, but nothing in the back until yesterday when I'm at a restaurant with a tile floor and it falls off my lap, hits the floor perfectly and breaks. Same thing can happen uh, with the devices when you're traveling. It's not a problem to travel with them. And want, if, you're, if you're going through TSA for the first time at your airport, it could be an issue. But over the time, they've learned to recognize and see these types of devices and understand what they have and what they will do. Anyone traveled overseas? I have traveled overseas uh, with my machine machines numerous times over the years. couple of things uh, to think about when traveling overseas. It's not an issue to take a machine out. But when you go through customs and you're coming back, they may start asking questions. Did you buy this machine here? Where's your where's your invoice for the machine? So you want to make sure when I travel to Canada now, I notify customs that I'm coming and that I'm bringing a machine. I fill out a particular form and I take it. You can do that traveling anywhere out of the country with your device. Just Call your local customs agent at the airport. Tell them what you're doing. They'll tell you what to do. You can pretty much do it online. They can send you the farm. You can fill it out. You can sign it. Either take it with you or submit it to uh, to the customs people, and it'll be available. And that works out very well. Uh, I learned that the hard way. I went up to Canada to treat a uh, uh, jumping rider that had hurt uh hurt his groin and wanted to have treatments, wanted me to come to Canada. I went to Canada, spent a week there treating, had very good results, didn't think about when I went, passed right through customs, passed right through TSA. Coming home, they said, "Uh, where'd you get this? Why? It's mine. I brought it with me. Uh, Do you have documentation that you brought it with you? Uh, No, Um, because they don't keep track of that stuff. Once it goes through TSA, it just goes through and you pick it up and you go. And so I had a big deal trying to show them that it was my machine, that we had bought the machine, that we had the invoice from the of machine, we had the ownership of the machine. So if you're traveling, make sure you notify customers that you're taking a device with you and that you have full intention of bringing it back. And they just know that you're doing that. No problem. So just understand that you can travel uh, with the devices. Uh, same thing when we went to Dubai. Gabe and I went to Dubai and spent 16 days there uh, for the when they had the, the, the six million dollar race and uh, the World Cup race in, in Dubai and retreating horses and so on and so forth. And came home, had trouble getting out of the Dubai airport because they thought it was a bomb and they didn't know what we were doing. And we had to eventually show proof why we were there, which of the sheikhs. Uh, had invited us that we worked with and so forth, and they let us go. But uh, if we'd have done that, thought about that a little going, more going in, we would have had a better result certainly uh, coming out. Um, so, yeah, overseas, no issues if you do the right thing. You certainly don't want to try to come back and they hold your machine in customs or they decide to keep your machine <laughs> that you left in customs. So that's, it's an easy process. Uh, there's something else you have to do. It's kind of like for us, we travel with our dog. Uh, we always have to um, make sure that we fill out the proper paperwork and, and pay for the dog when we get to the airport and make sure that there's there not too many dogs on the flight when you're flying commercially uh, with your animals uh, because of the different requirements today with flying and traveling with an animal. Just make sure you do the right things, and everything will be everything will be fine. Any other questions? Post them in the uh, chat box, and I'd be happy to uh, uh, take care of them. Farshid uh, writes on uh, Casbox: electromagnetic therapy, very interesting. Thank you, Farshid. Thank you for being with us on Casbox. We always appreciate. Our audience is smaller on Casbox, but it's been growing a little bit, and we're just always uh, glad to be there. Let me check my phone here, see if we've had any calls. Uh, nope, it's quiet on the phone side. Again, I want to remind you that, uh, the, uh, uh, the books, the uh, video books are in, and they can be personalized for your own videos, call support, and be, they'd be more than happy to uh, bring you up to speed on the availability. Support at magnawavepmf.com, bring you up to speed on the availability of the books, so you can uh, use them for your customers. If you just join this, you, t- you take these books, they're incredible. Uh, Tony will fill it up maybe in a minute, and you hand it to your customer, and they look at it, and you go back and pick it up the next day. It gives you an opportunity to touch your customer twice, to make contact with your customer two or three times, answer their questions, show them the the video book as you can see as it spins around. It's got the cases where there are four buttons on the bottom where you can have four different videos, start, stop. I mean, you can do a presentation and start and stop it and ask their questions while you're doing the presentation. And the books can be customized for large animals, small animals, um, uh, large livestock, pigs, cows, however you want to customize it, it can be done. So it's a great uh, learning experience uh, for you to have. You're not going to take your laptop and leave it with somebody and you sit, get your laptop out and show it to somebody. That's fine. But, oh my gosh, to leave this video book with them and, and to go off and, and come back and get it the next day or two couple days later is just an incredible opportunity, and incredible marketing tool for you, the practitioners uh, with Magnuay. Okay. Uh, Thank you, Tony, I appreciate that very much. We'll wait just another moment or two to see if there's any additional questions uh, before I head out. I do have another meeting I need to get to here in a few minutes, so we will be heading out of here shortly. It's always fun to be here and always great questions and I thank you uh, for the questions all the time. Uh, Does the video book have to be six feet from a MagnaWave session? No, I wouldn't think that that's that's an issue. You know, you would not want to put it down and set a coil on top of it, turn the coil on and run the video. I wouldn't recommend doing that. But if you've got a session going on and someone's a foot or two away from you and they want to be looking at this while you're doing that, that shouldn't be an issue. Uh, uh, You know, if it could be a few feet away out of precaution, fine, have it a few feet away. But it shouldn't be uh, an issue to play the uh, video book as you're doing a session or let somebody view it uh, next next to you uh, during that time just a great tool uh, for you to use. Thanks, Cheryl, for asking uh, that particular question. Okay, Uh, just another moment or so, and then uh, we'll say goodbye, and we'll be back next week. Just make sure we have any questions. Let me check the phone one more time. That's quiet. Uh, No questions in the chat box. Uh, Always enjoy being able to see that uh, chat box and read accordingly. Okay, so thank you for being with. Oh, new comment. Let's see what we got here. Oh, Katie. Katie, thank you for being with you. I don't know about my knowledge. i got a lot of experience and I love to share it with you. I always enjoy uh, doing that. So again, folks, thank you for being with us. We, we cherish your involvement at Magnaway. Uh, your, your support and the support of all your customers has been wonderful and it just has hel- helped us to be a part of a, a growing industry and there's a lot of participants and it's all good. And we're just glad to be a, a part of this to help everything grow and and prosper and help people be very successful in in what they choose to do with MagnaWave. So again, uh, wave on to better health with MagnaWave. Go all the way with MagnaWave. Thanks for being with me. Have a great week. Bye-bye.